Thank you for tuning in. We'll get to your program right after this short word from our sponsors. Do you wake up feeling like your best days have passed you by? Omega-3s are essential to the health of your body and cells. Scientists say an imbalance in the omega-3-6 ratio is a major cause of many illnesses. You need testing to know how healthy your cells are. Without testing, you're only guessing. Test yourself at home and start feeling better today. Find out how by calling Rick Kroll at 305-933-4219. Welcome to the Home Business Success Show. Join us as we speak to home business entrepreneurs for tips, tricks, do's, and even don'ts for running a successful home business. Welcome everyone, this is Hank Eater, also known as Hank the PR Guy, host of the Home Business Success Show, and you're listening to bizradio.us, all entrepreneurs, all the time. I have a great guest in store for you today, and we'll meet him right after my two-cent marketing minute. Do you go to business networking events? You meet new people and get a sense of what they do. Maybe you won't ever do business with them directly, but they may become a friend and even a referral partner. This all depends on your follow-up. If you just collect their business cards and wait a month or two before you get in touch, you've likely lost the opportunity. Networking begins at the meeting. The real communication takes place when you meet them for coffee or lunch, and you each share and listen and learn. Well, I first met today's guest, Chris Gloss, when I was a guest host for motivational visionary Candy G's Nothing But Good News radio show somewhere around 10 or 11 years ago. We had an instant bond since we're both former Bronx boys, and I found his enthusiasm and his message exciting and inspiring. Chris is an author, speaker, certified leadership, and tension management professional. He's known as the Possibilitarian, and he believes in helping others develop a personal leadership strategy to release their untapped potential so that they can live the life they desire and thrive, rather than just survive. Welcome to the show, Chris. Hey, I am so honored to be here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited. It has been a while, but um, since you and I were able to connect, but I am so excited to be reconnected with you and have an opportunity to meet your audience. Well, I'm equally as excited to, to speak here with you today. And even though it's been as long as it's been, in some ways, it seems to me like it's just, you know, yesterday. I feel the same way. I don't know if it's a New York thing, but for me, <laughs> it seems like life is full of commas, right? It's not, it's just like we just pick up where we leave off, right? So I, I love that part about life and I love that that mindset. There you go. Maybe that's the real meaning of in a New York minute. Hey, there you go, right? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's just been a New York minute. That's all. <laughs> that's what it's been. Hey, if you would, please tell us about what you do. All right. So that that's a loaded, that's a pretty loaded question, but I am a training and development consultant. I focus on leadership, uh, DEI conversations, and also around customer service and sales uh, that I, that I help organizations out with. Uh, so basically when you're helping organizations, you get with their, their teams and 
uh, what make them stronger teams or develop leadership skills in the people or somehow make their make them more effective communicators? Absolutely. You know, I do a lot of work focusing around leadership principles and the qualities of leaders of what makes a good leader. Uh, I have this foundational idea or premise that I stand on, which is everybody is born a leader. Now, whether people begin to operate out of that leadership is another question, right? Making sure that they have the tools and resources to, to help that leader on the inside of them awaken and start leading from that position. But I also believe that many people are convinced that they're followers. And I know what other leaders really want. Leaders really want other leaders in positions throughout their organizations to really accomplish the KPIs that they want to have. So it's about helping transform mindsets and helping empower people to operate in their true gifts, their true, true talents and their true abilities so that they can show up as that leader and really make an impact in their organization and also in their life. In other words, just be more of themselves, be more of who they are. If you would, for our listeners, uh, explain KPI. Yeah, key performance indicators, right? So um, organizations, just like uh, each and every one of us on a daily basis, we have goals, things that we want to accomplish, but also measure them along the way. So, and and it takes, a, it's challenging to accomplish those things, especially when you have a group of people, there are KP, different KPIs throughout any organization. So it's all about having strategically the right people in place. Once again, going back to leaders, uh, you don't want to follow in that position. You want somebody that can really take hold of that leadership position to help drive those KPIs, leading people, taking care of the people that's in their charge, right? I think um, I like I like this one quote I heard recently. Uh, leadership is not about being in charge, but taking care of the people in your charge. So having those types of people um, helps make those KPIs uh, possible. I see. Yeah, that makes sense now. Uh with the different types of people who could be in an organization. Uh, you know, a couple of days ago, you and I had a talk and we talked a little bit about the difference between a leader and a manager and the managers, mm -hmm. you know, feel somehow that they have to lord things over their people and keep people in their little boxes and, you know, keep everything very controlled. Whereas a leader uh, will surround himself or herself with really competent people in key positions and lead by example, and then give those people room to do what it is that they do best. Right. You know, it's a very interesting thing about leaders, right? Some people have an idea that leaders are just interested in having followers, or if you, have a, if you don't have followers, you can't be a leader, which is not true, because that self-leadership is who we are. You know, when the lights are on or when the lights of lights are off. So that connects that connects to our old quote that talks about be don't be a public success and a private failure. And the only way that can happen is if you're not operating out of those true leaderships, true leadership um, foundational principles. So when you're looking at that leader, leaders attract followers. See, that's a key difference. Just like you, Hank, you out here operating your gifts, talents, skills, and abilities, and you're developing an audience. You don't have to go chase your audience. Your audience are, are connecting to you. You're becoming more attractive. So the more we rise and, and improve in our leadership ability, it just makes us more attractive, right? So you'd be one of the most beautiful people in the world, all because of your leadership skills. We were. You don't need plastic surgery. You just need to increase in leadership skills, and then we can be 
the top guy out there. <laughs> right. So you're saying I can shine and be beautiful even with my beard turning gray and right. you know, all we, of that kind of stuff. <laughs> the, the both of us have this little salt and pepper thing that keeps coming in. I don't know where it's coming from, but it keeps <laughs> on trying to come in. Yeah. We could be that top that top person on a magazine cover because of our leadership skills. <laughs> there you go. It would be an honor to be on a magazine cover with you, actually. Hey. That would be an awesome thing. It's not over. We still have time. You know, yes, we do. From the Bronx, making it happen out here in this world, living from our, our natural gifts and abilities. It's beautiful. It really is. Well, Chris, uh, your focus, one of your foci, foci, as they say, is to show people how to thrive rather than just survive. How do you go about doing that? Well, one of the big ways that I go about doing that, I love talking about two things, curiosity and awareness. Once again, curiosity and awareness. So in order to be able to thrive, I like to, I like to call it having an AIQ, a high awareness intelligence, right? Being firmly aware of where you are at all times. And, that, and this in understanding the situations that you're experiencing, but at the same time, having a high curiosity factor. See, the more curious you are, this, given, this is giving you space to grow. This is giving you space to elevate in your business, in your leadership, in your relationships, because the more curious you are and the more aware you are, it's placing you in a position where you can thrive and not just survive. It's not just life's not about making it just day to day. How do you make it consistently for the long term, maintaining your psychological, mental health and wellness and well-being and being able to make the things happen that you truly desire to make happen? It's just about having a high awareness and curiosity, your AIQ factor uh, has to be high. So by working on that daily, you'll be able to um, achieve those results and goals and things you want to see. Well, if your AIQ, your uh, your awareness, uh, and, and your 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 curiosity, as you raise that, there should be an ability to recognize the possibilities, as you call yourself mm. the possibilitarian. I suppose when you have you work on your AIQ and that I'm not saying you personally, I mean, for all of us, as we work on our AIQ, we increase our ability to see possibilities around us. Cause if we don't see the possibilities, there's no possibility of acting on them. Absolutely. You know, and action and taking that action is a key part. You know, I love something Dr. Norman Vincent Peale said, he said, become a possibilitarian that no matter how dark things are or appear to be, Raise your sights to see the possibilities and always see them for they are always there. So, you know, no matter what roadblocks that we that we encounter in life, no matter what comes to stop us, to slow us down, impede our progress, you know, having that high awareness and curiosity will be a superpower to help you navigate through it, around it, under it, but you won't be stopped. It's about focusing on those possibilities but then putting taking action, right? So here's a here's a here's an old thing that I heard one time, and I want to and present it to your audience, and just kind of let this question hang out there. Um, so there are three birds on a wire. Everybody, just imagine three birds sitting on a wire. Two decided to fly off. How many birds are on the wire? Now think about that for a moment. All right, let me give you the answer. The answer is three. 
just because two decided to fly off, they never took action. You know, so it's all about, you know, having a high, high having a high awareness and having a high curiosity to, but you still have to take action, right? You still have to do the work, right? It's not enough to stay in vision mode because leaders tend to stay in visionary mode. It's not enough to stay in visionary mode. You got to be able to do the work to execute on those plans and ideas that you have. That's uh, certainly, it answers a question I thought I was going to ask you, but I'm not going to. You know, the, the idea that a lot of people visualize a lot of things and, you know, you're familiar with vision boards and people do vision boards and they do all kinds of uh, mental exercises to connect them to what they want. But unless they actually take some steps to get those things it's not like it's going to come dropping out of the sky just because they put it on a vision board. And that's where it, it separates itself from like loose new age thinking to actually leadership skills, have the vision, get the vision cemented in your mind and, you know, put it on your vision board if you'd like to, but then go out and do what's necessary to get there. Otherwise, you know, they say, you're just a dreamer. I mean, being a dreamer mm. is awesome, actually. But if you're just a dreamer, if all you're doing is dreaming, it's mm. like, you know, wake up and do something now. Absolutely. And, you know, and it could be scary. It could be challenging. You know, sometimes procrastination tries to rob you of your dreams because you don't take that action. But, you know, one of the things that I like to think about is increasing or exercising your discipline muscle. You know, there's, there's something about discipline that we must grab a hold of. And I'd like to look at discipline as a muscle, right? So it's like you're working this thing out. But the more you increase in discipline, the better you're going to fare off in the process. Now, here's a, here's a, here's a quote um, that I love about discipline. Discipline will take you places motivation can't. You know, so it's, it's not about your feelings, Right. You might not feel like executing on dreams and goals. You might not feel like wanting to do something again. You may not feel like wanting to make that extra call. Right. Make, get that. Get a new marketing plan. Tap into them. You may not feel like it, but it's not about your feelings. It's about discipline every day to make something happen. It's doing it when you don't want to do it. It's doing it when you're tired. It's doing it when you can't see the possibilities. You know, it's it's that discipline. You know, be willing to do the things like Les Brown would say, be willing to do the things other people won't do so that you can have the things tomorrow that other people won't have. That's called discipline. Discipline every day to take action even when you don't feel like it. So I like to look at it as discipline over feelings. Yeah, I think that's going to separate, as the cliche goes, the wheat from the chaff. Oh, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, champion. Absolutely. That's going to so, be the distinction. Yeah. So now I'd like to ask you about this. You know, we look at the world around us, especially the world of business, and we see that it's changing at lightning speeds it's it's sometimes almost hard to keep up with what's going on what should entrepreneur what should entrepreneurs be aware of in order to to thrive in these changing times um embrace is a word that i like to that I, that i meditate on you know embrace these changes 
Um, there, there's a there's an old quote that talks about how um, resistance is futile. I think that's a Star Wars quote. I'm Star not Star sure. Trek. Star Trek. Star Trek. Star Trek. Thank you, because I don't want the I don't want the, the Star Trek people to come after me, right? So yeah, resistance is going to be futile. So there's things emerging, uh, like AI, for example. Um, this is something that is. is it's not to fight against as much as it is to embrace it. Now, it can be scary because the emergence of AI is caused, especially now, is causing a lot of industries to have to make major shifts. There's a lot of job opportunities that are being lost because of the things that AI is able to do now. And just to think about what happens in the next five years, you know, um, this is an incredible marketplace. But what I'm recommending to business owners, especially small business owners, is to run towards it and not to run from it. Increase your knowledge base into practical tools that you can use that can help grow your business like ChatGP3 or ChatGP4. There's other AI tools associated with it that can help you leverage uh, the intelligence to help you grow your business, to protect your business. But you got to run to it. You know, there's an old saying, Hank, I'm sure you've heard of it, that you can't teach an old dog new tricks. That is That has been proven untrue because we have the neuroplasticity to take on new things and to, and to be strong with those things through practice, through repetition, through that consistency factor, through discipline. Your mind has this, still has the ability to expand, but what you can't do is not embrace it because there's no way around it. It's already happening and it's not going to stop. Yeah, I have a, or I had a cousin, he passed away. I'm, I'm a little bit younger than much of my family. He passed away, but at one time he was some kind of a uh, wholesaler of women's clothing. And at his height, he made a mid six figure income doing that. And as, but as the years went by and things began to change, he let that thing, he let that whole career go because he had to use computers. Mm. He refused to use computers. Mm. He just would not roll with the punches. And then he complained bitterly about computers instead of making himself, you know, computers aren't that hard. I'm a boomer and I, you know, have my share of of, of tech skills that I've learned over the years. But it's like you say, I embraced it. I didn't resist it. Because these are tools that we can right. use to better ourselves. They're not here to replace us. And even though AI might uh, change the 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 job market for a lot of individuals, but it'll it'll open up new opportunities in new different ways that people haven't even begun to imagine yet. Yeah, and I and I like the word usage of technology. Right, that's all it is. It's technology, and we've experienced so many changes with technology over the years, things that we don't even think of as technology, right? Like even thinking about the soda can for a moment, it wasn't always available. That was new tech at one time. And it changed and it wiped out some industries, but it brought new industries along. There's a lot of low tech things. Now you think about the cell phone, that was new technology. Now look at where we are. We're walking around. I was sharing with somebody when I was growing up. I don't know about you, Hank, but when I was growing up, we had the Encyclopedia Britannica in our home. So if I needed to do research, I had to go get the right, the right encyclopedia, sit down, do research. Now I can have whatever research I want in nanoseconds right there in my hand. 
But what would it be like if you did not want to embrace smartphone technology, right? What would life be like, right? There are certain people that's going to have advantages because they embrace it. So what I truly recommend is just hope people will embrace the technology. That's all it is to enhance your life, enhance your business and keep going forward. Be flexible and let that uh, neuroplasticity kick in. You know, I'm having such a good time here that we're almost out of time. That's the amazing part. You have some powerful assessment tools that that help people get in touch with their authentic selves and maybe their leadership skills. Could you tell our listeners how they can get access to that to uh, learn more about themselves? Absolutely. So if you're if you're interested in thriving and not just surviving, I have a free assessment that I want you to take. And you can get that free assessment at chrisgloss.com forward slash Hank 2023. Once again, that's C-H-R-I-S-G-L-O-S-S dot com forward slash Hank 2023. Now, this assessment is going to help you in the areas of readiness, right? So I want you to take this because I really want to help you thrive and not just survive. And there's 11 areas that we take a look at that's going to help determine your level of readiness with the emerging technology, what's happening on in the, in the scope of with uh, organizations starting to let people go. Uh, possible recession is always a conversation. So how could your business thrive and not just survive in 2023 and beyond? Take the assessment and then we'll set up a, a conversation where we can talk and explore um, the results and some ideas for moving forward in the future. All right. And is that the best way to get in touch with you at chrisgloss.com? Absolutely. You can you can just send me an email at chris at chrisgloss.com or find me on LinkedIn as a friend to Hank. So go to both our profiles. <laughs> awesome. Uh, this this is great. I, I've certainly enjoyed the time we've spent together and and thanks for being here. And to our listeners, tune in every Wednesday at 11 a.m. for the Home Business Success Show here on bizradio.us. Before I go, I want to tell you that there are some great resources available to home business entrepreneurs, including the Home Business Success Community, an online membership support community of like-minded home business entrepreneurs. Contact me to find out more. Just go to bizradio.us, click on shows, scroll down, find my picture wearing this hat and maybe even this shirt. I tend to like green shirts and purple shirts, but contact me for information about the home business success community. Remember, you can achieve success, freedom, and independence in your own home business. I've done it. Chris has done it. And you can too. See you next week. This is Hank Eater wishing all of you a fabulous day of home business success. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.